Hi everyone, Aunt Lizzie here. Well, we're now into April. Flowers are blooming, beautiful days to go walking, and I so want to bring a smile to your lips and a warmth to your heart by dishing up some of the fun with humorous and uplifting stories. This week has our Clara back with her promise to give you part two, and I'm sure there's more parts to her nutsy dating adventures. We're going to give you some food for thought and then fooling with men on the prowl. Hey, we'll even add some information about old goats. I'm sure you want to hear about that. Oh, and we can't leave out things you don't want to hear in an operating room. And finally, we'll finish off with the inheritance. So without further delay, let's get on with the show. Clara, welcome on board for another week of fun and laughter. Clara, I've been waiting all week to hear your cliffhanger about nutsy dating adventures. You know, that's a mouthful. For those of you who missed part one, I suggest you stop this one and go back and listen. I'm sure now that Clara is going to deliver the cliffhanger, you will be able to carry on with much more understanding. That is, if you can understand life from behind her bifocals, as she says. Anyway, without further delay, let's welcome Miss Clara. Hi, Clara. I've been so anxious to hear the rest of your dating story, as I'm sure all your fans out there have, too. So welcome. Hi, Miss Leslie. I see we more listeners than ever hanging out here. See if I survive the dating scene. Well, I'm still here and want you to listen to what can happen when you throw yourself out there looking for that special person. Clara, I'm sure whatever sage advice you have to offer will surely be considered by others. Well, further to my episode from last week's show about dating sites, I visited now that I'm single. In the last episode, I mentioned that I met someone whose present day life is wearing costumes, featuring thongs. Honestly, I was intrigued. I told you I contacted him because he's standing in the picture with a fur coat, top hat, sweats, and work boots. And I wrote to say there has to be a store here. And that was what with all his escapades he told me about. Oh, I remember, Clara. You are brave. I was leery-less about meeting this odd duck. But after a few months of talking and meeting for coffee at busy places, I decided at his invite that I'd just visit his house, even though he lives quite a distance from me. Now, I did tell all my friends where I was going. This guy's address, you know, just in case I needed to be rescued. That was really smart, Clara. In this day and age, boy, we don't know what could happen. Well, he's newly on the single scene, he said, and needed help at his place, as he wasn't feeling well. He asked if I could spare some time to give my hand. Little did I know he almost acquired both of my hands. Well, you just barely met him, and he's asking you to help already? Well, I guess it's better than asking you for money. Lizzie, I never seen such a place. A place of jungle. A disaster waiting to happen. And it so happened to me. First of all, he needed help hanging out his clothes. Well, not so bad until he outside take him down, fold him, and put him in the house. Well, what nerve? Was was he on the dating site to meet someone, to share, or a slave? <laughs> now picture this, Lizzie. 
He lives in a sunroom out the back with his frogs and turtles. And the stairs going into the house require a bungee cord to navigate from one step to the other. I tried to do it in a ladylike fashion. Holy craps! I took the first step and couldn't get the next one before I tripped. Clothes went flying. I sprawled with my head threatening to pull me and my empty clothes basket down the steep basement stairs that disappeared into a black hole. My goodness, barely there and already injured. I banged my knee good and there he was behind me laughing his fool head off. He asked me if I could get up. Wait a minute, I screamed. I had to find my legs that I've got no feeling in. Did he help me up? No. I hope the heck he finally got up and ran out of there fast. Nope, he told me another job he had for me to help with as soon as I could get up. He didn't even pick up the clothes and pigs scattered all over the place. Just waiting for me to begin the next job. My mind was beginning to figure out why this man was single. And you know, my mind does take a while to figure things out. I guess because I stayed and on we went. I can't believe you didn't get out of there. Oh, Lizzie, there's so much more to this dang story. Anyway, he cooks everything on a wood stove, both indoors and outdoors. He acquired another wood stove for outside and needed to help moving it. I pulled and pushed on boards and rollers to get this dang thing in place. He's too cheap to get a trolley. Asked if I could lift the darn thing to get it there faster. No sound came from my cursing lips as I so favoring all the areas of my body that were cried out from the jack my fall I had taken. Was he crazy? No, I think it was me who was crazy, Lizzie. You actually helped him move a wood stove? You're right. You are crazy. I continue. He's a pickle barrel for his pool. He needed some assistance cutting an old privacy tarp off to put on a new one. He's wielding a huge knife as he slashed the old tarp to get it off. Down came the knife and folks, if I hadn't had my brim hat on, that would have been the end of my face as the knife grazed the brim of my hat, forcing the hat down onto the sunglasses that charged into my nose, leaving some skin somewhat dangling. What? Well, I know now you must have got out of there. Nope. Would you believe he thought that was funny also? You think that was the end of it? He had an electric drill in his hand and asked if I could hold this piece of stuff so he could drill. He claimed he couldn't see very well as the drill started to break into the skin on my arm. Well, that does it. I can't believe, knowing you as I do, that it wasn't the end of that craziness. I know you're a wee bit wacky in the scheme of things, but Clara, enough is enough. Lizzie, nope, I didn't again. Don't know why, but laugh again he did. Now, I realize after all the carnage that was me who was crazy. I was a wreck, and he was laughing. As I limped to my car with him in hot pursuit, waving a list of chores still to be finished. I knew I had to take charge of things and fended him off with a still voice by saying, I'll call you. Hey, perhaps I should have stayed married. It'd be safer. Well, how was your week, folks? There's more, but I'm too poop thinking about it to tell you more. 
I decided I'd best get a doctor first, and folks, how's your week? Signing off for now, your favorite dateless crackpot, Clara. Here is some food for thought. A doctor was addressing a large audience in Brisbane. The material we put into our stomachs is enough to have killed most of us sitting here years ago. Red meat is awful. Soft drinks corrode your stomach lining. Chinese food is loaded with MSG. High-fat diets can be disastrous, and none of us realizes the long-term harm caused by the germs in our drinking water. However, there's one thing that is the most dangerous of all, and we all have eaten or will eat it. Can anyone here tell me what food it is that causes the most grief and suffering for years after eating it? After several seconds of quiet, a 75-year-old man in the front row raised his hand and softly said, Wedding cake. Don't fool with men that are on the prowl. Bob, a 70-year-old extremely wealthy widower, shows up at the country club with a breathtakingly beautiful 25-year-old blonde-haired woman who knocks everyone's socks off with her youthful sex appeal and charm and who hangs over Bob's arm and listens intently to his every word. His mates at the club are all aghast. At the very first chance, they corner him and ask, Bob, how'd you get the trophy girlfriend? Bob replies, girlfriend, she's my wife. They're knocked over, but continue to ask, so how'd you persuade her to marry you? I lied about my age, Bob replies. What? Did you tell her you were only 50? Bob smiles and says, no, I told her I was 90. Now this is about old people traveling. A group of Britons were traveling by tour bus through Holland. As they stopped at a cheese farm, a young guide led them through the process of cheese making, explaining that goat's milk was used. She showed the group a lovely hillside where many goats were grazing. These, she explained, are the older goats put out to pasture. When they no longer produce, she then asked, what do you do in England with your old goats? A spry old gentleman answered, they send us on bus tours. These are things you don't want to hear in an operating room. Oops! Hey, has anyone ever survived 500 mils of this stuff before? Rats! There goes the lights again. Could you stop that thing from beating? It's throwing my concentration off. That's cool. Now you can make his leg twitch. Well, folks, this will be an experiment for all of us. Anyone see where I left that scalpel? Nurse! Did this patient sign the organ donation card? Rats. Page 57 of the manual's missing. Fire, fire, everyone get out. I'd like to finish off this episode with the inheritance. Morris Schwartz is on his deathbed, knows the end is near, is with his nurse, his wife, his daughter, and two sons. So, he says to them, Bernie, I want you to take the Beverly Hills houses. Sybil, take the apartments over in Los Angeles Plaza. Jaime, I want you to take the offices over in City Center. Sarah, my dear wife, please take all the residential buildings downtown. The nurse is just blown away by all this. 
and as Maura slips away, she says, Mrs. Schwartz, your husband must have been such a hardworking man to have accumulated all this property. Sarah replies, what property? The schmuck has a paper route. If you enjoy Life with Aunt Lizzie, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. I love to bring you these uplifting and fun pieces of humor and sometimes thought-provoking articles. And if you'd like to receive our Chatterbox News, where you'll find all kinds of fun things to bring a smile to your lips and a warmth to your heart, please visit www.lifewithauntlizzie.com and sign up for your free personal copy. Thank you for visiting with us this week, and we look forward to tickling your funny bone on further episodes. Meanwhile, take care, keep smiling. Until the next time, bye for now.